Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. It's been almost 3,000 years and Greek mythology has proved that it is not going anywhere. But it can be difficult to find entertaining and engaging retellings of these myths that aren't fictionalized. Lucky for you, I'm here. Let's Talk About Myths Baby is the Greek mythology and ancient history podcast of your dreams. I dive into the convoluted and confusing ancient sources so you don't have to. Listen to Let's Talk About Myths Baby on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and today's episode is another classic from our archives. This one concerns an actual bit of brain stuff. Uh, why scratching our heads may have developed as an unconscious gesture of thought or confusion. Hey, brain stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you've ever had the distinct pleasure of sourcing stock photos for any reason, you've likely come across a whole lot of laughing women eating salads alone. But you've also probably stumbled upon a truckload of people scratching their heads to symbolize confusion, deep thought, or perhaps a bad case of dandruff. Scalp dryness aside, how exactly did the head scratch come to symbolize intellectual processes? Some people believe that certain automatic gestures are simply natural, expressive motions that our caveman predecessors passed down to us. San Diego reader columnist Matthew Alice wrote this about it. One popular explanation for any hand-to-head movements is that they're frustrated aggression, a reversion to the natural movements of our rock-throwing ancestors. If you watch a small child strike at something, he'll raise an arm over his head and bring it forward in an arc. 
It's a natural, unstudied movement. Not much finesse, but for a caveman, it got the job done. Alice also pointed to a possible anthropological explanation for head-scratching. He wrote, When we're wrestling with some naughty problem, we experience feelings of frustration, perhaps some anger, and before we know it, our hand flies up in the air. But hold it. In these modern times, it's not polite to bash the guy who asked the question. So instead, we deflect attention from the movement and scratch or rub our head or chin or neck. In a 2009 article for Psychology Today, author and former FBI counterintelligence agent Joe Navarro wrote, When we are under stress, our brain requires a certain amount of hand-to-body touching, hand-wringing, forehead rubbing, temple massaging, lip touching, etc. These pacifiers serve to soothe the individual when there is negative limbic arousal, fear, stress, etc. Recent research seems to back up this stress theory and add another unexpected layer to the story. In a 2017 study, which was published in the journal Scientific Reports, scientists who observed 45 rhesus monkeys found that scratching was more likely to occur in times of heightened stress, like standing in the presence of a high-ranking or unfamiliar monkey. It turns out monkeys who scratched were significantly less likely to be attacked by those threatening strangers. Lead author Jamie Whitehouse said in the study, as scratching can be a sign of social stress, potential attackers might be avoiding attacking obviously stressed individuals because such individuals could behave unpredictably or be weakened by their stress, meaning an attack could be either risky or unnecessary. And meanwhile, itching is still a pretty mysterious phenomenon to scientists, but recent research suggests the tickly sensation isn't necessarily a mild form of pain, but its own distinct occurrence caused by a molecule that sends a message from the heart to the spinal cord. So, while there's no single explanation for this head-scratcher, you knew it was coming, it appears that acting out your anxiousness with this stereotypical tick could keep you in the good graces of others. Today's episode is based on the article, Why Do We Scratch Our Heads When We're Thinking? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Michelle Konstantinovsky. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang and Ramsey Yount. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.